you loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Good morning, happy hump day. It is Wednesday, yeah. isn't it? It is Wednesday. So you can call this anything you want. You can call it Wisdom Wednesday. You can call it Why Not Me Wednesday. That's a doozy. I uh, you know, had, had a great call with um, with Casey Della Pena yesterday and got caught up with him. But he was talking about being in Philly for the holiday and how cold it was there. And I see us both wearing our sweaters because, like, this is cold for us today. So it's funny. It's not Philly cold, I'll tell you that. I slept with the windows open last night. I got up this morning. It was like, okay, well, that, that blast of cool air has has joined us. You know, so uh, where where we are, baby? Let's go live. There we go, Debbie Hammer, first in the huddle. Debbie, excited to have you join us on Monday. Thank you for su your support of all of our work. You know how dedicated to JA I am. So uh, um, it's not Connecticut cold. That must be Casey Hoban. For sure. <laughs> for sure. It is definitely not Connecticut cold. It but uh not Connecticut cold. So just a um, an interesting fact. For those of you who are watching us on Facebook, it's hard for us to see who you are. So because most likely you are a protect a private protected account. And unless you release your information to Facebook, correct. we can't see you when you comment through our StreamYard. That would be correct. So I am tracking everybody on LinkedIn. Emily Maker made it to the house today. Welcome, welcome aboard. Greg Goldstein, Happy New Year. Um, here's an interesting question for you, young Noodleberg. How long do you say Happy New Year for? I'm done already. First <laughs> <laughs> week. First week. So, so I'm, I'm a done. First week guy, and then it's like, but I have been prone to. Uh, to throw it out there. If I haven't seen somebody and it's the first time I see them for New Year, you know, uh, uh, look at the regular crowd shuffling in. Um, it's that tunnel with, mentality. Jay, where yeah, are God, 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 get away from it. Jay, huddle music. I, I just love listening to Teddy. That's that's really good stuff. So I got a couple of things I want to throw in uh, to start the show today, and then I'm going to kick it back to Mark to finish his list. The list was so good. It is just a ripe piece of content on eight things that you can do to affect 21. Um, so I love that. Um, before I do that, I want to shout out to Mark Smith from Midas in Virginia. Mark and I have never met, but um, as you all know, Midas is a very dear client of ours. We love the work that we're doing there. They are reformatting uh, their um, convention, and this is where I'll meet all these guys face-to-face. -face. But I get a package in the mail. The package is a book. The book is The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. 
um, a card that is um, has a Seth Godin quote on it. And inside he says, I enjoy your message, positivity and energy more than anything. Uh, keep doing it. It means a lot to me. Um, the story behind the book is in a letter that um, I've included. And what the story is, is that he bought 52 of this, these books and he will send out this book, which means a lot to him, one to, once a week to people just to connect and have something in common. And so I love that strategy. I'm pumped. Uh, way to go, Mark Smith. That's how you play the game. That's being on the ball. And, and a great name. And a great name. Great name. Um, so a couple of things I want to talk about before I kick it to you. So everybody's focused on resolutions and da 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 da, da. Resolutions are bullshit unless you improve. You know, so you have to improve. So I found a quote about improvement. So I want to uh, I want to go through this. It's only temporary until it becomes part of who you are. This is what habits are. So the goal is not to just read a book. The book is to become a the goal is to become a reader. The goal is not to run a marathon. It's to become a runner. Yada yada yada. This year, the focus focus the identity on what you want to build. Uh, Mark, a quick comment on that. I thought. You know, that I think people train just to say that they're training. They don't, don't let it get in the DNA. Well, I think, and this is so, I talk about this with everybody that I'm working with. The goals are not the outcomes. The goals are the behaviors. So we don't focus on what we're looking to get to. We set that. We say, okay, this is where we want to get to. Reverse engineer the behaviors. And then the goals are accomplishing those behaviors on a daily basis. So instead of having to wait for 90 days, for six months to figure out whether or not you've attained your goal, you should be hitting your goal daily of doing the things that you know. So the goal is not to become run a marathon. It's to become a runner. You become a runner by running every day. Right. running every other day you so you become those things immediately as long as soon as you start adapting the behaviors into what your daily routine is and so Shane, can you throw up emily maker please bam Classic. shout yeah. out no no the one before that please shay stay on the on the on the on the button there um atomic habits shout out that's james clear it's an awesome book I read it years ago. It's as good then uh, today as it was then. So Emily, thanks for being on the ball there. Great stuff. Um, I also want to throw in today um, a new feature that uh, we created because there's just so much stuff. And this was very much like Seinfeld. That's obvious that we don't pay attention to. So Shay, show me the new feature we have today. Welcome Mallory Leonard um, to the huddle. Um, that is a direct result of uh, Carissa in uh, introduction. This is how this game works, folks. So here's the things that make you go home. Hmm. Here's one thing I think you can do that I learned from all of the traveling I did. When I would get on a plane, they would say, please put your phone on airplane mode. Boom, all of a sudden I had three hours of time for me to think and be invested in me. And you know what? It's as simple as calendaring a spot that says, I'm gonna turn on airplane mode and that time is mine. I have no, you know, nobody interrupting me. So if you are living in an interrupting culture, right? It's hard to get shit done. 
We live in an interrupting world. I mean, we live, I mean, the phone and its notifications, I get a notification for absolutely everything. I've got the ring, uh, you know, security system around my house. So I get motion detection alerts. I get email alerts. I get social media alerts to the point where after I watched Social Dilemma and realized that not all of my time spent on social media was being productive, I said, wait a minute, I'm not... I'm not going to receive these notifications anymore. I turned off every notification from my social media accounts so that the only time I'm dealing with Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn is when I'm actually on those platforms. So I'm not getting a notification about a message, about uh, uh, somebody liking a post or something like that until I decide to go into LinkedIn. So now I have dedicated time to go do those activities so that they're not pulling me away from my follow-up, from my coaching sessions, from my research, from my development, from all of the other things that I know that are so important. And that's part of my word for 2021 is being deliberate. Yeah, is that everything I do, I want it to be deliberate. I want it to be intentional. I want it to be focused. And if I'm being pulled away from all of these other things, it's not deliberate. It's not focused. It doesn't have all of my attention. I, I learned it on the plane because you had no choice. Which right. is, when I spoke about this in my TED talk, you have a choice. It has an on and off button. You know? Correct. Off and work on you, work on what you're, be present, be where your feet are. So great way to launch into um, the stuff that you were talking about yesterday, that list of eight. We got through four of them, three of them. We got up to curiosity. We did we video LinkedIn and curiosity. So why don't you uh, launch into four through eight? So before I do that, shout out to Mike Kados. Thank you again for having me on your show last night, the fan experience. That was a blast. We went for 45 minutes. We talked all things sports, business, and uh, how to build community. So that was really fun. So appreciate the opportunity again. But so recapping yesterday, the first three things for 2021 to focus on video, which is super important, which I've had a really good time putting together the deck for that Monday event because it's the building the process behind how to use video is so critical. LinkedIn, obviously an unbelievable tool, but learning how to use it the right way. And then which actually has been a ton of my conversations recently as well. And then three was was curiosity, genuine curiosity and what that can do. The fourth thing is research. And we've talked about this before, but I remember prior to the internet being a kid, having to do book reports, having to do reports where I had to go dive through volumes of encyclopedias to get information, to build reports, to learn things, to do things. We live in a world where information has never been more accessible, yet people still don't understand how to utilize it. And we actually talked about it last night because they brought up a topic on the show that said, um, they, they brought up the, 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 the topic that, and said, analytics, right, or data is, is making everything transactional. And I challenged them on that because I said, it's not data, it's not analytics that's making it transactional, it's the automation that's making it transactional. If you were to leverage data to make a good human decision, that's where you get optimal performance. And that's what we do in coaching, right? That's what sports coaches do is they analyze the film and the data for every scenario and then take what they've learned through their years of experience 
to make the best decision to put their teams in positions to be successful. That's what CEOs do. That's what every leader in an organization should be doing. We have all of this data, yet people don't know, understand how to utilize it. People don't understand how to, in a prospecting world where nothing should be cold anymore, they don't understand how to dive deep to build a game plan to walk into a virtual coffee, not blind, but with the absolute idea of I've got five different ways that this conversation can go and I am prepared for any which way that it happens. You know, what happens if you, you meet somebody that becomes a lifelong friend? There's tons of value there. That has nothing to do with money changing hands, real value. Some of the people that have come into my life have never bought from me, never created a business thing, but they've given me more knowledge than anything. So, you know, I love where you went with that. It's so, so key. And so, you know, part of doing the research is great to be prepared, but the other part of research is you can become an expert on whatever it is that you do by choosing to dive into the research that's happening within your industry. Like when LinkedIn talked about becoming a thought leader, you don't have to be in the industry for 30 years to become a thought leader. You have to spend time studying what's happening. And that information is out there. You just have to choose to go find it and do it. We get caught up in our routines and we get caught up thinking that we're busy. But are the things we doing actually bringing value to what we're doing? And I can't wait to talk about it because we're going to move on to that when we talk about prioritization. But, but I, w- I will say I used to start out all my presentations by who in the audience owns a library. They all look at me like I've got two heads and like, what are you talking about? I go, you all do. You're a click away from learning anything you want. <laughs> you you want to learn how to do brain surgery? You could. You know? so, I mean, whether it's hanging a light in your house, building a closet, whatever it is that you want to do, you can YouTube it. You can figure out how to do it first. So if you apply that to your professional life and you choose to listen to other people that are sharing information and go research the things that are happening in the trends to stay forward facing, because I'm going to go piggyback off something we talked about last night as well. They were like, oh, well, when we get back to going to sports and, and I talked about this with Casey Delapena, he's like, we don't know when we're going to get fans back. There's still been no announcement and you can't build a plan contingent on going back to that. Like, if you're in a football game and they score three touchdowns and you go down 21 nothing, you can't build the plan off playing from 0 0. You have to build your plan off of coming back well, from being down 21 nothing. One of my favorite saying is, it is what it is. We're down 21 points. <laughs> Correct. The goal is still the same. So, so I think, you know, understanding that you have to build a plan from where you are right now and all the information is there for you to be able to leverage that. If you don't do the research, to go find the things out. So, you know, building your plans, becoming an expert. And then the other thing is upskilling. Like, in my opinion, the education system is on the verge of a massive, I'm going to take a Joe Mullings word here, dislocation. I think that the pandemic and people not going to school is going to massively change the structure of our educational system and the university system in particularly because the ability to learn skills and earn certificates, which everybody started doing during the pandemic, will rapidly change how people are getting degrees, why people are getting degrees and what they're choosing to learn. So if you're not taking this information world that we live in 
and leveraging it to become an expert, to build game plans and strategies and to and and to upskill yourself and continue to learn and develop, you're far behind the eight ball. So that needs to be the fourth major point uh, of development in 2021 is research. You've got three more. So you got a boogie. Beautiful. So the fifth one is your story. And we talk about this when we talk about modern business development. We talk about this in all of our sales trainings, but mastering your story and investing in finding out somebody else's story is the key to unlocking how to connect with people. And number one, the genuine curiosity will lead you to ask the questions, to find out people's story, to be able to connect with them. But mastering your story and being able to tell it in a way that is intriguing, that holds people's attention, that makes people want to ask more questions of you, that makes you interesting, is the, is the, the, the opportunity that you have that people have never had before. Look, everybody wants to write a book. Everybody wants to be the author because it gives you this check mark next to your name. Guess what? If you were to write a daily post on your timeline, that timeline becomes your book. I know that Kai will forever be able to go back into our library of daily huddles and watch what we did daily and watch how we told our story on a daily basis. So whether you're using using social media, whether you're using a blog, whether you're using a YouTube channel, there are thousands of ways for you to find a way to tell your story. And for those of you that are Hamilton fans out there, there's a song in there that talks about writing insatiably because that's what Alexander Hamilton did. He wrote more books. He wrote more pamphlets. He wrote constantly because he wanted to control who told his story. So, uh, so this is so key because what I believe is that ultimately, number one, it's the key differentiator. There's only you. Thank you, Dr. Seuss. There's only you know you. And if you tell your story right, that's what people wind up buying or not. You know, they buy your story, man. I like this guy. I like where he came from. I like what he's done. This is a gritty entrepreneur, but you know, so all of that is much different than your product, price, or service. It's your story. And so for Carissa and, you know, uh, Emily, yeah, focus on your story. Because when you nail it, when you can perform that story, like boom, 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 every, you know, and just do that at a regular pace. That's where the wins are. It's 1000% the thing that makes people buy you. It's why brands need a story because everybody connects to the story. So the, the, the sixth one, which I think is so critical is prioritization. And prioritization takes you to calendaring. It takes you to time management. But, you know, Seth Godin did an unbelievable blog post about this. And we've all seen the quadrant of important, urgent, not important, not urgent, and how to prioritize ourselves in that way. But Seth put out this, this quadrant of high chance of success, low chance of success, small positive outcome, and big positive outcome to identify if you're spending all of your time in the lower left-hand corner or even the upper left-hand corner that has a super high chance of success, but a very low outcome or a very low output of happiness, you're going to be doing a lot of things that are successful, but don't bring you any real joy. 
And if you're not living your life in a way where you're doing things that will be successful, that will bring you joy and taking some risk and getting outside of your comfort zone, everybody defines success differently, but without happiness, there is no success. So you, if you decide to, uh, oh, here we go. Dos minutos. We do have the countdown now. And so in true Miami heat, so fashion, we are prioritizing our time by blocking alert two two minutes, dos minutos. Let's go. Bring it on, dude. So seven and eight, seven is diversification of communication because there are so many ways to communicate in today's world. If you don't figure out how to communicate with everybody and meet them where they are, you've got no chance. The part, the, the biggest part of leadership, the biggest part of connecting with people is meeting people where they are, figuring out how people communicate and diversifying your communication styles so that you can meet everybody is critical to connecting. And then number eight is self-awareness. If you can't identify your own gaps, if you can't identify the areas that you need to improve, because once you identify a gap, you've got two choices. You can either get away from it and remove it from what you need to do because you're not going to waste your time on something you're not going to be good at, or you need to do the research to upskill yourself and take that thing that needs to be improved and do what you need to, to get better. And you are what you say you are. It's just that simple. You know, I hear people say, well, I'm not good at time management. Well, you're telling yourself you're not good at time management. You know, if you, if you flip the script on that and do what it takes to get better, you know, I think, you know, so a couple of quick shout outs to people. I know we're running up against the time. Uh, Christine Gagnon from, uh, you know, uh, she, I haven't seen her in a while. Great to see her. Yuri, uh, great to see you, brother. Happy New Year. Uh, Candy Felton Norton, welcome to the show. Bring your friends. Come one, come all. Those are your eight. So hopefully they fit for you. We feel like those are good places to improve for uh, 2021. Excited, excited for our event on Monday. Had a lot of people talk about it yesterday and sign up. Um, it's going to be fantastic. So if you guys have not taken the opportunity to join in on that yet, you need to reach out to us, figure out what we need to do to get you involved because we're super excited about it. Well, I did make one faux pas today in trying to keep to the time. I did not do motivational music. So, wow, we so I, have a great, <laughs> I have a great song to bring us home. It is motivational music. Shay, take us home. I'm all right. Nobody but about me. Why you got to give me 